0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Thanks for being with us ladies and gentlemen. Ramya Muthan. Kelly McDonald, hosts of Kelly and Company. And we're here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Maybe you're checking us out over there at uh, AMI.ca listening. While you're doing your work from your computer, you can stream the program. And of course, you can find us, TuneIn Radio and OOTunes, a couple of great apps which to put on your smart device to take in the program any way you can, especially if you have to run around. We'd love it. Love to go with you. Always like to be moving around and about. Take us with you wherever you go. Tune in radio. O-O-Tunes, a couple of great apps in which you can enjoy once you download them to your smart device, Kelly and company on the road. Well, uh, the, on Mondays, we, we always talk about the diversity in the program. It's time to switch gears from tech over to sports. Let's welcome in the host and producer of the Neutral Zone, Brock Richardson.
2: As a former athlete, I eat, sleep and breathe everything sports. I'm Brock Richardson. Join me every Monday for your weekly sports highlights and our take on the weekend action.
0: He's a busy, busy fellow, this guy. Brock, welcome back to the show. Where do you want to begin? Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's talk about your leadoff.
2: So I have two leadoff items for you. The first one is that we learned uh, later on Friday that the San Jose Sharks and Evander Kane have come to some kind of settlement. What that nice. settlement is, I'm not exactly sure because, of course, they're hush-hush. And Evander Kane uh, filed a, an action against the Sharks basically because they, in his mind, wrongfully terminated him. And the Sharks are saying, yeah, but you violated COVID protocol with the, you know, the fake vaccine card, right. all those things. So they have come to an agreement, Uh, the San Jose Sharks released a statement basically saying, if you're a San Jose Sharks fan, don't worry, it's not going to affect our on-ice product. It's not going to go against the cap or anything of sorts. So that's that information there for you. Because they would Uh,
0: still have to honor contracts?
2: Yes, I believe so. They would still have to honor it. Yeah, but again paying Even though out the always sett- gone
0: against the league and team's policy.
2: Yeah. But I, I pay, paying out the settlement or, or Believe them. Uh, uh yeah. Paying out the settlement is something that may get them sort of away from that because they might have said, Here, take some money and just go away over there. Mm-hmm. Um, because both both parties agree that one side or think that one side's done wrongdoing and the other one thinks the other one has. And so it's this constant push pull game of no it's your fault no it's my fault and so it was basically here's money i assume it was money uh here's money and go on about your your business with edmonton yeah um, okay basically uh secondly i will tell you that uh the davis uh cup is basically like tennis's version of a world cup mm-hmm. so they uh got into their beginning of the finals and we had um Oje Aliasim and Vasek Pospisil uh, joining forces. And they took on South Korea, Spain, and Serbia. Of that, they won uh, every game except for two, one of which they had to retire. Uh, Vasek Pospisil had a lower leg uh, issue in his last doubles game against Serbia. But by this point, it didn't matter because they had already solidified their spot in the quarterfinals which will weirdly take place at the end of November as this is one of the weirdest tennis tournaments scheduling-wise, but it's all (laughs) due to events that surround it and perceive it. And afterwards, it's, it's just a mess. But know that Canada will advance to the quarterfinals and that event will continue in the end of November.
0: Kind of tough on Canadians when it comes to health with tennis.
2: Yes, because they're expected to play... Uh, so many events in, in such a short period of time. Right. Uh, both both of these gentlemen came off of, uh, you know, playing the U.S. Open, and then you're basically jumping on a plane and playing the Davis Cup. O.J. Eliasim was a late add. Um, Vashak Pospisil seems to be always committed to Canada. Uh, it's the others that you can't always get committed, but they seem to have a good turnout, and I look forward to seeing what they'll do in the quarterfinals, and their opponent will be officially announced closer to that tournament as we get there.
1: Brocky, the Phoenix Suns have been in the news lately, and it's not necessarily for a good reason. So let's take a listen to this clip to give us the background and then uh, discuss.
0: Sun's vice chairman and minority owner, Jam Naftali, says the owner of the franchise, Robert Sarver, should resign after the NBA slapped him with a one-year suspension and $10 million fine following a 10-month <laughs> investigation that showed the Sun's owner had used racist language, made crude and sexually suggestive comments to employees, and had bullying tendencies. Najafi says there should be zero tolerance for lewd, misogynistic, and racist conduct in any workplace. NBA commissioner Adam Silver said the punishment was the appropriate penalty. Lakers star LeBron James and Sun's guard Chris as Paul said on social media that the NBA sanctions on Sarver didn't go far enough. Todd Ant, ABC News.
2: Let me go uh, back to what Adam Silver said and that the punishment was um, what it was and sufficient. Uh, I think where Adam Silver's coming from is because this is the biggest punishment that the ownership agreement can be in a case like this. And so a lot of criticism is coming down from NBA players, other teams basically suggesting it wasn't enough. I personally don't think it was enough either, but under what their bargaining agreements are, this is about as good as it can get. When you have a situation, and I'll try to put this as, you know, live radio friendly as I can. When you have a situation where you are asking males what their grooming habits are in certain areas of their body uh that's not appropriate um it's just under no circumstances this appropriate and bully like tendencies again not appropriate the things that he said just not appropriate i i just don't know guys when this is going to end this conversation and i'm not even sure that it will ever end to the point that we would all like it to see it end but it's just so disturbing some Mm -hmm. of the things that i've read and some of the things that have been pointed out to players. And remember that some of these owners can not only be fathers to these athletes, but some of them are old enough to be grandfathers. And so for me, I just, it's very, very, very disturbing in all of this. Remy, I heard you kind of.
1: Yeah, it definitely is disturbing. And it's something that I think is just historical. You know, we've uh, had the sports quote you know generally overall be what it is um this whole you know masculine mentality of how men behave on and off the field but especially in sports and what it means and how you talk and how you act and how you throw your weight around as as uh, people involved in in this kind of stuff and unfortunately none of this stuff uh, adds up to be valid or an excuse to behave the way that you do so action is something and i think that like you said it's when is it going to end i have no clue and the thing is when you're changing the whole spirit of sport and that when we look at sport what do we think right like what do we what do we um uh, how do we believe that people are behaving and acting and speaking and all of this stuff is going to take a while to change Brock it's not something that can happen overnight or over a course of a season or two or you know now that we're implementing hey strong action no misogyny and no lewd and behavior and no uh, kind of bullying happening here great now we have to work with that in action for a very long time before it becomes the new norm sure yeah.
0: it, um, it makes me wonder if people around the leagues, out there, fans, whoever, think because of what happened with the Clippers, the same thing applies, Brock. And I'm sure that's a valid question where the owner, when all those indiscretions were being done, things that were being said, the proof of, that came out of so much of that, you're bordering the same thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I I don't want a person like this owning a team. I don't want a person like this having access to employing anybody because, obviously, this individual has a problem because it's, it's a, it's, it's known on planet earth. You just don't say these things. You yeah, want to think whatever you think, nobody can get in your head and stop you. You should want to do that yourself.
2: And, and it, it sort of leads into our, our, our next sort of topic. But I, before we get there, I just want to say like coaches and people that are in higher places of authority are, as a a former athlete, are are people that you should be able to respect. You should be able to go to and and realize, listen, these guys are in a position for a reason. And I don't think the Phoenix Suns are ever going to be the same, regardless of what happens with their owner. Because nobody's going to want to go play there, because you're all looking, well, what's he going to ask me? Or you know, even like,
1: worse, you think that that stuff is the way that you should be presenting yourself. You know, regardless yeah. of the the quote consequences or punishments, right? You've you're exposed to it so much that you're thinking, oh well, I guess regardless of what it is, where we could behave this way, it's excusable. It's because not. growing
0: any up. any idiot can own a team. That's because growing, yeah, part. yeah, yeah.
2: Because growing up, what were we taught? respect people in authority
0: yeah it's a choice you make choose Uh, to disrespect people or respect them you it's a conscious choice
2: yeah it is Um, and it's it's scary
0: so this today that is marks the beginning of coaches week for the paralympic community now as a former athlete you wanted to carry on a little bit more and let's take this in a positive way um the importance of of coaches
2: uh, the importance of coaches is I have learned some of the most important things, important lessons in my life that I will always cherish. And it's really a matter of believing in yourself and knowing that you have to be an athlete outside of, or, or being a person, sorry, outside of being an athlete. And I think mm-hmm. those are the two things that kind of, um, kind of stick out to me is believing in yourself and recognizing that you have to be an individual outside of being an athlete and so there was a uh an amazing article done on my father who is uh still involved and and i mean it's hard as an athlete when you're in the thick of it but to realize listen he did instill a lot of the things that that i i i do and i've had head coaches instill different things it's those one-on-one conversations guys that i look at and i think man, they actually took the time to spend time with me. And I'm not talking five-minute conversations. I'm talking hours of conversations with these coaches that have helped me shape who I am today, not only in sports, but beyond that. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. That's amazing.
2: Very, very significant.
0: Brock, let's switch gears and jump into the NFL over the weekend, please. Can you give us a little bit of a highlight?
2: Yes. So there was a quite the game between New Orleans and, and Tampa Bay uh resulted in some uh one suspension of mike evans which has just come out uh now uh he'll be suspended for one game for kind of taking things a little bit further outside the lines than he should have there was a little bit more of than pushing and shoving he literally pushed someone basically at the bottom of a pile and it just wasn't wasn't very good uh we've saw Tom Brady uh, lose his temper yet again. Uh, This is something that you're... I'm okay if you lose your temper, but you got to keep it in the lines and within the realm of sports. And I I wonder if in this game it did or didn't do that. And we've seen that by the suspension of Mike Evans today of the Bucks.
1: Bracket. before we go, let us know what's the latest on the Neutral Zone video podcast being released tomorrow.
2: Yes, so we are going to be uh, carrying on uh, with Coaches Week. Plus, then, we are going to be talking about the NFL and a little bit of baseball, all coming up on the next edition of it, which will be tomorrow afternoon. It will drop as a video podcast.
0: And you guys are pleased with your first drop?
2: Indeed. The graphics were unbelievable. It has driven our show up to another level that we haven't seen. So credit goes out to... Mark and his team. We're only there carrying out the information. They're doing the heavy lifting of the putting together the the graphics.
0: Well, we have Mark on the show tomorrow. We'll ask him all about it, how it's gone, the Mm -hmm. launching, and uh, we'll learn a lot about that history behind the guy who's behind these shows and podcasts. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Brock Richardson hits us with the latest sports updates on Mondays. Plus, check him and the gang out of course on their video podcast The Neutral Zone. Up next, on Healthy at Home, airing on AMI-tv, fitness instructor Bobby Jansen asks viewers and guides us through a home workout that, of course, atones and strengthens for everyday living. We welcome Bobby to the show to find out more in a moment.